I'm vocal warming up. Ronan taught me some of these. Are you ready to go now? Yeah, yeah. I've I've flexed my lip muscles. Welcome to Growing Pains. My name is Eloise and over across the way from me is Harriet Scott. Hello, hello, hello. It looks like you're my guest when I say it like that. I will be your guest. Tell me about the show, (laughs) Eloise. The show is you and I hanging out together, trying to grow up and trying to grow down. Most of the time, we're not being very successful at that, but we're really trying. Mm -hmm. Um, Like last week, you ate a stupid sweet and said that that was you growing down. I mean, come on. It's just me showing my childish side. Sure, sure, sure. And then I was very grown up last week because I was training my boyfriend to exercise so that I could have an energetic partner throughout life. In later life. (laughs) Which is very organised of me. I think you'll agree. Where we are in our lives. You've got me, married Mm -hmm. with kids, living in the London suburbs. Yes. You are 10 years younger than me. No, we found out that I got my age wrong. 11 years younger. I'm 30. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like 10 years, 10 years difference is just an easier sell. Yeah, because it makes you sound younger. Sure. I will catch up with you, I guess, actually. When in June, when I turn 36, we will be a decade apart. Okay. We met on the Magic Breakfast Show, which we do every single morning. Um, we realised there was a lot of chat that quite clearly time constraints and Ofcom can't appear on a breakfast show. And so therefore we thought, I know, let's do a podcast about trials and tribulations of growing up, growing down, trying to not be too serious in life. But some of us have to kind of buck up our ideas and realise that, you know, we're not getting any younger. Sounds like you're talking about me there. No, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> on this show, we will always ask you who's on the naughty step in your life and why. So be prepared to spill the beans on why you are on the North Step or someone that you know. And we ask for your opinions and stories regarding the week's tantrum. It's my turn to throw a tantrum this week. Yeah. And it's going to be about my ring mirror. Now, a ring mirror is not as rude as it sounds, Mm -hmm. funnily enough. No one thought it sounded rude, but you wanted to make it rude, Harriet. (laughs) It is a mirror with various lights on it, so you can do your makeup in in the best setting. Like HD mirror, isn't it, basically? Yes, that's a good way of describing it. But it has brought up a whole horror show of things I didn't even know about my skin, so I'm regretting that, so we're going to talk about that. We asked you on our socials to get in touch with stories, so we'll get to those in a bit. And by the way, you can always get in touch with us at GrowPainsPod on Twitter and Instagram or on email growpainspod at gmail.com This is the part of the show where we catch up with each other to see how we've been doing at going against the grain of growing up. Harriet, do you want to take it away? Okay, well so there was it was pancake day last week. This part is not going against the grain of, of growing up but I also thought I want to be that mum that's got her shit together and make the batter during the day. Yeah. I'd never done that before and I was smug mum at pickup. Oh, you haven't done your batter. I has not been sitting in the fridge all day? Oh, are you because... meant to let it sit in the fridge? Yeah, I think you are for oh, a while. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Oh, I see you as the more chefy amongst us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you are supposed to. Yeah, my voice is going higher talking about it. <laughs> so I made my batter during the day. I was almost disappointed at how really easy it was. Mm. I wanted it to be a harder thing, but I made it yeah. and it sat there in the fridge. And then um, I invited some of my son's friends over because I thought that would be nice, create a memory. 
Yes. Let's do pancake day. Did you get loads of little bits and bobs? Not too many. My little son was a bit disappointed. He was like, where are the marshmallows? Where's the this? Where's the that? He had Nutella. There was jam. There was sugar. There was lemon. I'm sorry. What else does he need? Yeah, yeah. I was flipping pancakes and I was doing really well, but by myself. Mm. Um, No one was in there watching. And I thought, this is not the storybook moment. In a movie, I would be flipping pancakes and everyone would be watching and go, hey, go Louis's mum. Yeah, woo, go Max's mum. Yeah. But that wasn't happening. So I was on my my own flipping up a storm in the kitchen showing off thinking these guys they're not even watching so like like a child showing off I went into the dining room where they were and I went guys guys look mommy's really good at flipping pancakes and I flipped one but I didn't leave myself enough space to catch it so as it flipped up I realised it was going in one direction and I tried to catch it with a frying pan but that movement that swift movement made me whack it into the wall and take a chunk out of the wall and then I shouted shit as it fell on the floor and then little Max burst into tears because it was his pancake. Oh, my God. And the look on the kids' faces. My kids have heard that language before, right? I'll yeah. just put that out there. But not shouted like that in such an aggressive way. The other kids like looked at me, but actually, thank God, it was a look of joy. Because you swore. And I thought, the only take home they're going to do is go to their mums and go, Louis' mummy said shit. Harriet, that's actually amazing. I applaud you. You, like you turned that. that around as well. Yeah. Oh, good. So, so the sweet one last week did not impress you. Yeah. But losing it and, sh- and shouting shit in front yeah, of nine year olds. Do you know what? It shows you haven't got all of your shit together. Yeah. And I'm into that. Yeah. Like, because you were trying to be smug mum. Yeah. Which is I fine wanted as to well. be perfect. Oh, look, here oh, comes Ronan. My God. What are you two doing in my studio? Okay. <laughs> more coffee. You two pretending to be DJs again. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're so lovely. Thank you. Welcome, yeah. by the way, the lovely Ronan Sorry, to is this the, is this the Growing Pains pain? podcast. This is, this is it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I know what I'd like to talk about with Ronan swearing in front of your kids because I said I said shit when I flipped a pancake and, yeah. it, and it went straight into the wall and I dropped it. Yeah. I, I think that's okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's the vocabulary of life, so... What age did you start swearing in front of your kids? Well, I guess you've got to think about, uh, as adults, age. when did we start swearing in front of our parents? What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never swear in front of my parents, even well, now. See, being Irish is a bit different because, uh, you know, bad, bad, certain bad language is part of our language as such. But I think what you what you ladies have to ask yourself as well, especially Harriet, um, now, but when did you start swearing in front of your parents? And then you can work backwards and start to think about, you know, really who you are as a person and as a human being. <laughs> 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 and, and how far you'll go. Because that was the thing, it was that, when was it acceptable for us to, to actually... Well, it's never really acceptable for us to swear in front of our parents, even now, I suppose. No, we, but we, sometimes, it depends well, if they swear. Don't you think it depends if they swear? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, I remember the age of around 14, risking it, trying words in front of my parents. Mm. And how did that go? Uh, yeah, I think, but again, being Irish, you, you got away with more. I noticed it over here in the UK, it's different. People are a lot more proper about it. And I respect that. I think it's nice. I think it's hard. I think, you know, I try not to swear in front of Cooper, but there's times where like it comes you, out. you know you, you hurt yourself or something happens and it's just a knee jerk reaction what's the worst word you've said in front of Cooper oh innocent little near two year old oh, I definitely say feck a lot you can get away with feck fuck is, is, is bad you know and, and it's I try not to use that word I'm pretty good with it yeah I don't use it in the house what about Storm she's like a fish wife. she doesn't no uh, she, she might say it and then fuck mate <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, that's um, that that does come out every now and then. 
whilst we've got you here as well, because you've only got a few minutes. I know. I know. This is the, time is money. This guys. is the section of the show where we talk about how we've been trying to grow up and grow down. Yeah. You're a bit like me. You're a bit Peter Panny, aren't you? Like you, you're supposed to be old because you've got kids and married and stuff. Yeah. But you're you like to play around. So how have you been growing down? Uh, well, I think being in boys' own allows me to stay young. And I think, you know, we, we get silly. We wear earrings, we wear pants that are baggy, that are too, you know, you know, we do... You wear, I you, did enjoy your rock and roll earring, yeah, actually. Yeah, you get away with things. And I think it's probably, <laughs> that's probably something in life where you, when you're around people that make you feel young and youthful, you, you, you embrace that. And I think it's a wonderful thing. And I think that's really important. I met up with a, with, a, with an old school friend, lovely friend Becky, um, a few weeks ago. And I, ha- I mean, I've seen her a little bit, but we were, we were best friends when we were sort of 16, 17, 18. We just giggled our way around the museum How the other week. That? We just, it was just so lovely to see yeah. her. And you do, you, you just go straight back into it. You were in the museum giggling at Willie's again, weren't you? We were. <laughs> <laughs> what museum was that? I don't know, the Museum of Willies. She goes to the Mall of I'm I'm getting out now. I'm getting out. I've had okay. enough. I can't handle this. Thanks Thank you for the coffee. coffee. Thank you for the coffee. I like this this thing. Bye. Oh. Well, there you have it. A nice appearance there from our buddy Ro. Yeah, and it seems that adults can get away with some swears. But the kids should never swear, even if they're as old as we are in front of our parents. No, my son has tried it. Has he? Louis tried it. They stick up the middle finger. No. Or then they pretend to stick up the middle finger, but in fact they stuck up another finger. So that so in fact, they don't, they're, it's not swearing. It's not swearing, and you just think, oh, you little shit. I saw that in you had a school photo with them actually, didn't you? Your good friend Lisa, her yes. daughter, did yes. it, didn't she? Yes, yes, <laughs> she did. That's funny. Naughty, naughty. That's me and my efforts to grow down. So, hurry up. Yeah. I don't, almost don't want to talk to you about this because I have absolutely failed miserably at growing up this week. I can't even bring myself to say it because I actually am worried that I'm going to get arrested. I'm worried I'm on CCTV somewhere and that my photo might be up saying, don't let this girl anywhere near. What the bloody hell happened? I went to a bottomless brunch. Uh Uh-oh. Do you know what these are? Only since knowing you. So Never been to one. I would like to go to one. Don't go with me. I I see it as like a challenge, right? So you get some food, sure. But the main thing is that you usually get bottomless Prosecco or sometimes other drinks for two hours straight, non-stop. Mm-hmm. So you can drink... And it's brunch. M- it's not even like it's in the evening. It's no. at a time of the day when you're not normally drinking. Exactly. They let us stay for an extra hour, so they're partially to blame. <laughs> so I had three hours of Prosecco and... I see that as a challenge and I downed that like it was water. I also was pouring the bottles. They leave two two bottles on the table, right? How many were you? There were six of us. Mm -hmm. Apparently we went through 14 bottles. (gasps) I know. That's that's two two and a bit each. Yeah, Two and a glass. Two bottles and a glass. Which I make as 13 glasses of Prosecco. No, that's... That's That's ridiculous, isn't it? So bad. The others were mixing a bit of orange juice with theirs. I was not doing that. Why waste time? I probably had more than them. I know, exactly. I was even pouring the bottles of Prosecco into these vases that they had, which had fake flowers in. So I was using, I had basically decanter things by, that were vases, by my feet. So that when the booze ran out, when the time ran out, I'd be like, don't worry, I've still got these vases, guys. <laughs> we we drank it all. But for so many things. For a start, they would be dusty and horrible. So you've got to be quite drunk before you even prepare to drink from that. This is signs of alcoholism. I'm sorry. It's really bad, it, isn't I mean, it? 
Yeah. In my defence, I am a binge drinker and not a regular drinker, so don't think you need to worry about me just yet. <laughs> um, but things descended into chaos when our friend, I will probably give her a code name, we'll call her Mandy, mm-hmm. she went to the toilet and the stockroom was right next to the toilet. And in the stockroom, there was lots of other additional drinks, not the ones that are on the bottom list brunch menu and she came back and said I've stole a bottle of wine we thought it was hilarious yeah so then my friend you steal wine when you've already got as much as you can drink I I can't even explain like it's like what you do when you're a student isn't it you think it's funny to lick Mm. a traffic cone well this is like that's like when you broke into razor lights dressing room and stole a bottle of vodka exactly and I was a student then so that is allowed but now I am 35 and my friends are stealing things from stock cupboards Mm -hmm. Then it turned out that I thought that was very funny and so I went to steal a bottle of wine as well. I'm convinced I'm going to be arrested at any point. Oh, God. Anyways, yeah. I took a bottle of rosé, but I went to the toilet, bundled it up in my coat, mm-hmm. promptly dropped it from my coat. It smashed all over the toilet floor. There was one toilet in the whole building, right? Oh, my God. It was a mixed toilet, boys and girls, and everyone in the whole building would have had to go in there. And I just panicked. I didn't clear any of it up. <gasps> I panicked, <laughs> ran out to my friends and said, we need to leave right now. I've smashed a bottle of Rosé <laughs> in the toilet. I legged it out and we ran. And we ran to the next pub where it gets worse, Harriet. What? There's more? It gets worse. So we've got one bottle of wine that we robbed. Yeah. So we asked the bar for glasses <laughs> to put in our Carry bottle on. of wine. Yeah. Because also, we're like, oh my God, living like students with our free wine that we robbed and drinking it in another pub. And why would another pub give you a bottle opener? They didn't. It was a screw top. It was fine. (laughs) And then, um, so I take one sip of this and I feel a bit funny. I run down to the toilet and go to be sick. But I'm so drunk that I miss the toilet. I sick on my own legs. Oh, Eloise. And I'm sick in my shoes. Eloise. And I tried to clean up what I could, but it was hard work because I was really drunk. That's horrible. I was the girl in the toilet with her trousers off and her shoes in the sink, washing them so that I could actually leave the toilet. But so you you left the toilet with wet clothes? I left the toilet with sicky wet clothes. Oh, Jesus, this is disgusting. I went to the sink, washed my sicky wet clothes (laughs) and put them back on again. Someone went to go into my toilet where the vom was, which I tried to clean up very badly. Oh, I can't even... You're making me feel queasy just at the... Sorry. S- the thought of the smell of all I'll this. I'll move o- o- off from this. Anyways, cut a long story short, I got my second wind. Why didn't you just go home? Well... What do you mean a second wind? <laughs> For anybody else, th- there was various points along here that it's time to go home. <laughs> What are you talking about? For, for me, having smashed a bottle of wine and run out of a bottomless brunch, it's time to call it a day. You I, don't then go to another pub and carry on. I know. And then when you've been sick in your shoes, surely now it's time to go home. Yeah. What did happen? So uh, we stayed around for about an hour, but I drank water, so I feel like that was very grown up of me. Oh, tick. <laughs> but then my boyfriend, Kevin decided that he was going to have shots and he was just as bad as me, right? He took one shot and then I saw him leg it down to go and be sick as well. Terrible. You are never coming over for dinner. Harry, I've been sick in your house before. Oh, God, so you have. (laughs) Yeah, the day of the royal wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Had a tactical... Chonda, as they call it, a TC. Sweet little boys going, where's Eloise? Should we want her to play Nerf gun fight? Where's Eloise, mummy? Where's Eloise? Puking in the toilet, I know. It's obviously the way your body deals with it. I think it's a combination of the fizz and the volume. 
in your stomach and it's just I, like, get it out. I would say the volume more than the fact that it's fizz. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so basically, you, I've absolutely uh, failed and I feel... You have, you I have. do feel really disappointed in myself, yeah. actually. Okay, so at this point, you and um, Kevin, because we have still haven't found a proper name for him. Oh God, I've just Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. You've absolutely outed Kevin. Yeah. You've both been sick. Yeah. Surely now it's time to go home. We did, but I went and took us to Boots and I got us big bottles of water and some crisps. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get in an Uber, they wouldn't take us. That was the worst thing. Oh dear. Uh, then we got on the train, <laughs> missed our stop, went all the way to Earlsfield, had to come round oh. and turn back again. And then I was like, I really fancy noodles, I need to eat noodles. We went and bought four packets of super noodles, mm-hmm. like proper students, yeah. cooked them up somehow, don't remember even doing it, ate them. Uh, then I made, uh, Kevin and I have a rehydration sachet thing. And then he promptly sicked it all back up. <gasps> it was a nightmare. We went to bed at 8, mm-hmm. 8, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. <laughs> Slept great until 11. Then I had the killer hangover and I couldn't sleep until 6 in the morning. That's brutal. Okay, I mean, I mean any lessons learned? And do you think... Ne- never steal from yep. bottomless brunch. Okay, yeah. Don't pour things into vases. Yep. Just drink what you're given. Yeah. Maybe just don't do bottomless brunches. Don't go out with me and do bottomless brunches. Yeah. Just okay. say no. Yeah. I don't even know how to make it better. No, I don't think I don't think you can. I just think we'd have to draw a line under it. Yeah. And move you, on. You yeah. I've I hit mean, rock bottom. I can only go. I think grow you paid for here. that between eleven PM and six AM Saturday night into yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. You you paid for that. You had a lot of time to think about your behaviour. Yeah. Um, have your clothes recovered? I put them in the wash that night, which I thought was really good of me. Well done. Yeah. So I can only grow up from here because I'm okay. at, the, at the very bottom now. This seems like a good manoeuvre onto the naughty step, which you are firmly on. And it's time to find out who's on the Growing Pains naughty step this week. We've been asking for your stories about any bad behaviour you'd like to report, as always. It's at Grow Pains Pod on Twitter and Instagram and growpainspod at gmail.com for any longer stories. So we really want to know who hasn't been acting that age, Eloise. Mm-hmm. We've been rubbing you up the wrong way recently. So Ben Burrell from our good friends here at Absolute Radio, which live in the same building as us here on Magic. Um, He says, I'm on the naughty step. On Saturday, my wife and I met up with some friends for lunch. They've got two children and we have a relatively newborn. And everyone except my wife decided they'd have a little bit of a drink. You know how it is. Four pints in. We're all hammered except for my wife. But I hit a new low when I'm trying to change my baby's nappy and harvest a loo and couldn't do it. I had to go and confess to my wife that I couldn't look after a child and then go and take some time out on the sofa alone. Oh. The naughty sofa. Oh. <laughs> well, quite, Ben. I mean, your poor wife, she thought it's all right for you lot getting stuck yeah. in, but one of us has to be the responsible adult because there are children here. Yeah, yeah. I love that he attempted, but I've got visions of him leaving the baby on the changing mat and going to say, I can't do that, oh, please God. go in. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a worry. It is an, it's, it's a very, very sobering thought having kids and realising... Jesus, you can't, can't do, can't do can't that. Do all day drinking bottomless brunches just no. does not work. Andy Drake got an email. Hi guys, love the show. Andy, thank you. My naughty step story involves my extremely strict Irish Catholic mother, who throughout my life chastised me for the smallest misdemeanor. So when she gained access to the airline lounge at Heathrow on a journey to Hawaii as a guest of a cardholder, she wasn't really supposed to be in there, and set about filling her handbag for the flight with Coke cans and biscuits, <laughs> only to be pulled aside by the lounge staff for theft, we all found it slightly amusing. The conversation went something like this. Madam, did you know that the food and beverages in here is for consumption on the premises? Mum, yes, of course. So, madam, do you have anything in your bag? No. 
Madame, could you please escort me to the office? We'd like to check your bag. Oh, the humiliation. Mm. After much pleading and apologising, they eventually let her go, minus the Coke cans and her indignant, it's ridiculous, me, stealing, totally ludicrous. Needless to say, the previous habit of taking every shower gel from a hotel room still remains, but the overloading of her handbag in an airline lounge has ceased. Oh, my God. That's good. It's good to catch your parents out, isn't it? Yeah, because they've got that holier-than-thou thing going on, so yeah. <laughs> and hotel room shower gels, definitely, you can nick those. In fact, when we were at the Malmaison ones, mm-hmm. do you remember? On the Boys' Own Tour? Yep. Uh, didn't, I think they actually call it the best shower gel you will ever steal. Exactly, That's yes. what it's got written on it. I Oh, I was in two different hotel rooms, but I only stole one. So I thought, you know, oh. I might steal bottles of wine, but I'm not stealing your shampoo. Yeah, <laughs> you, may, you, you may steal bottles of wine and, and overindulge on the bottomless brunch, but you've got morals. I've got morals. Haven't you? Very high you ones, have Harriet. really high morals, Eloise. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> if you've got a story you want to tell us about, get on the naughty step. Tell us how you've been misbehaving or someone that you know. Email growpainspod at gmail.com or Twitter and Instagram us at growpainspod. Send us anything you want. Um, just when you think it's going all too well, Harriet is going to have a little tantrum. She's going to go and spoil it all for us. Okay, so I bought, a while ago now actually, a beauty ring mirror. So it's a mirror that has lights around it. And uh, you apparently with, with my one... With an app on your phone, and you knowing me with apps and phones and mm. technology, you know how little I've engaged with this. Mm-hmm. If you owned this, you would have all the right settings. Apparently, you can even take, like, for example, if I was going to do my makeup in this room, yeah, I can get the ambience right. I can take photos from around the room and no then way. put it into the mirror. Wow! And the mirror knows what setting to then shine, to how brightly to shine. Wow. Amazing, isn't that it? That is amazing. But I've just got it on a regular setting. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bought it is because we get up at you know five o'clock in the morning, I get dressed in the dark, I put my makeup on in the dark. Yeah. And so I just thought, I didn't want to end up with comedy, orange makeup, yeah. and all that. And I do put makeup on to come into work because, well, we Instagram everything. It makes you feel better. Yeah, of course. But... But these mirrors, they they show everything. There's even a little mirror around the back that you then clip on the front and you see more and more. I'm just annoyed that I now have problems I didn't even know I had. When it comes to makeup and primers and this and that, I've never read an article about do you have big pores on your face because I didn't think I did have big pores. I've got other things, but I didn't think I had open pores and this and that. Now I bloody do. Yeah. With the with the magnifying mirror, I see makeup stuck in pores from the oh. day before. I'm sorry, but dandruff in my eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that. What the f- what's that about? I've looked in your little ring mirror when I had to stay. Yes. <laughs> that see, that's when it sounds rude. <laughs> um and I noticed, I never knew it, but I've got one black hair yeah. on the side of my lip. Yes. And I never knew I had that. And I can't see it now that I'm not at your house <laughs> so I plucked it out when I was at your house okay. and now I can't see it in re- in my mirrors so on the basis of that does that mean that I can't see it either and so are those Hopefully. mirrors are they are they what you see like can you see dandruff in my eyebrows no I've never have you ever thought got... oh Harry it's got I'm um, really embarrassing don't want to tell she's got dandruff in her eyebrows <laughs> no I've never seen that I also have like a, a hair on my chin under there like just underneath my chin uh-huh. like halfway up my neck <laughs> and there's there's one rogue hair there oh yeah and I notice that when it comes through but I almost enjoy it I'm like yeah there you are there you are get yeah. It's just the things that you then notice when you see yourself up close is terrifying. Yeah, I'm convinced I'm getting jowls, right? Yeah. So I've been going on YouTube and trying to do jowl exercises. I'm going to do one for you and I'll put this on socials as well. Okay. So you have to isolate the muscle on your chin and you smile and then jut your chin out. 
yeah, that's it. Smile, jut the chin out. Actually, to bring it forward. Yeah, and you do that 150 times, three times a week. (laughs) Ow. And that is meant to get rid of your jowls. I look like an I absolute would love you nutter to do that doing that. Going home. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I sit in the when I do the travel for you guys in the morning. I sit in my next studio and I sit there writing my bulletins and I'm just going oh oh oh. We've had quite a a good reaction to this. Lots of people have been noticing things when we asked it on the socials. Kerry Delaney on Instagram said she got her eyebrows threaded recently and the woman asked if she wanted her to do her upper lip as well. And she didn't think she had a hairy upper lip, but it made her well paranoid walking around town after that. The bloody cheek. Have you ever had threading done? No, you have, haven't you? The most, oh, and really embarrassing. I had it done in a shopping centre. Yeah, they're always in the public shopping centre. I walked past those people having it done. I think, what? I'm sorry, how humiliating to even, you know, show everyone that you've got hair there. Yeah. I know we do, but we, you know, have it done behind closed doors, personally. Mm. And I didn't want to be on, sh- I wouldn't want to be on show. However, one day, I was walking past one of those, it was the middle of the day, and I actually yeah. thought, okay, I'm now that girl. And, and I did, I thought, fair enough. She said, well, you're going to do your eyebrows. And then she also, she did my upper lip. I said to her, you've got to stop. Really? I had to get her to stop. Uh, there were literally tears streaming down my face. The pain was unbelievable. <gasps> Came out with half a tash. Bloody awful. It was oh awful. Oh, my God. Bruce Leckenby on Insta says, I'm 36 now, and in the last year, I've pulled a muscle in my back and my leg just by standing there. <laughs> they just went as my body buckled under the weight of gravity. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> Louise Harvey, not so much shocking, but I just didn't expect to have stretch marks on the inside of my thighs. Yeah. I've always been a sporty girl and I thought that the you know the media portrays the idea that stretch marks are ugly and somehow avoidable if you keep fit and healthy. I'm 26. Oh, she's a baby. And my stretch marks don't bother me as much as before. Good. I have such appreciation for what my body does for me every single day. That's a good attitude, isn't it? Well, it is. I've got Our stretch bodies marks are on incredible. the inside too. On the inside? Yeah. I don't have a thigh gap, so I just think it's growing. <laughs> and it's stretching. I don't have a thigh gap. I used bio oil. I was paranoid yes. about getting stretch marks when I was pregnant. Been pregnant twice, and well, I got a C section scar mm. from those. Not planned. Not too push to push. Just didn't fancy coming out <laughs> after three days. Oh, oh god! Well, there's a whole other episode of growing pains. But I, 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 I was relentlessly using that bio mm. oil. One thing I was really looking forward to about being pregnant is digressing slightly. I wanted to get really big boobs for a change. Really? I did. Did I, it work? No. Oh. No. That's annoying. I mean, a bit bigger. Yeah. But I've never been one of those girls that had, you know, big chest. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, surely now, here we go, here we go, any minute now, any minute now. I'll just pop out. No. Not really. (laughs) Not really. John Merry says on Twitter that he's finding grey hairs everywhere. Ah, yes. Even down there. Mm -hmm. They they turn grey, don't they? I I really couldn't possibly comment. I bet they do. I bet they do. (laughs) And Vicky Ingram, it has to be the thinning of the hair, especially the front area. It's gone from full mop of hair to now counting the hairs on your head. Oh, Vicky, thank you so much for that. We all notice things about our bodies, don't we, as they get older, but we have remarkable machines. They are remarkable. Yeah. Do you know what I'm worried about, just as a last thing on this? Mm. Crepey chest. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know, because I like to wear open neck things. Mm. And I'm I'm paranoid that if you sleep, this hasn't become a thing. Mm. This hasn't become a beauty thing. But you wait. There'll be articles on the Daily Mail website about this. Surely, if you lie on your side, yeah, it's going to it's going to give you a crease. It's going to have a because I noticed that. 
<laughs> no, but you haven't been lying on your side I for a few hours. I do lie on my side. Do you? Oh, so I, in the morning. I think right, in the morning, right. but I think they're going to stay. You're going to have like channels of lines down your chest. Yeah, I think I do have one little crease that does stay actually now I think about so it. So I'm just a bit paranoid that you have to sleep like completely on your back. Yeah. So that you don't get lines on your chest. So you don't. You don't have that when you get older. You're meant to sleep on your black back as well because of your eye wrinkles. Because you know, if you're on your side, you're squishing up one side of your face. There's so many things to worry about. Jesus, I bought a silk pillow for that. Oh, I've got a silk face mask for that, but I hate wearing it. So I want a silk pillow. I don't think, I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this tantrum could go on forever. Uh, there'll be another one next week. Yes. It's my turn. Yeah. I haven't thought what to have yet. Keep abreast of our socials. Something will come up. Something will come up. I'm sure I'm bound to have a tantrum about something. We always want you to get in touch with us on the Growing Pains podcast about previous episodes. Yeah, anything goes. You can always come back for any other business. From the episode, A Leopard Never Changes, where I had a tantrum about leopard print being my thing. Maggie Dior got in touch and said that she is like that about Jim. It's her thing and now everyone loves it. And what's with the stupid massive gin glasses now? And from someone I like a drink, we've already established today, you love a drink. Yeah, yeah. The gin glasses are a bit ridiculous. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Unnecessary. Too much liquid in that. I just want to tell you this as well. You know, we did a uh, episode called Weeing with Friends, where we talked about how close you are with your friends. Three of my friends have asked me if they are the person that has changed their tampon in front of me. Do you remember me saying that? Yes, of course I remember that story. It's none of them, but I love that they all think that they're that close to me that they have changed their tampon in front of me. Yeah, but also, (laughs) you'd think that they would remember. I know. Maybe it's more prevalent than we think. Yeah, exactly. So all my friends are that kind of friend, apparently. Rolled over from the one about Eloise Marie condoing her pants drawer. We have On Any Other Business, Ian. On Twitter, he's been sharing pictures of his perfect drawers. He says, I can't remember a life before Marie Kondo. And you said to him, this is porn. It is. It was so exquisitely tidied. And then he said, ah, that explains the orgasm I had when I finished doing it. (laughs) TMI, Ian, (laughs) TMI. We also got DM'd on Twitter from Georgina Chapel. This is about the episode on expensive friends. A group of us met at pregnancy exercise. It was great while we were trying to negotiate the early days of our new bundles of joy. Then came second babies for some of them. So we were all expected to chip in for baby showers and then one got engaged, an engagement present, hen night and wedding present later and enough is enough. Do you know what? On that, I totally agree with her. So I'm in a group of friends. Everyone has had a baby except me and we've all been chipping in for baby presents, right? And I want to say to them, I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I'm not sure yet. And I want to say to them, you know, guys, I've not had a baby. Can I just have a present? (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Do you think I can get away with that? Yeah. You've absolutely got a point. Friends of mine, they, um, my friend Natalie, Sure, she won't mind me saying her name. She's lived with her boyfriend for a long time, the gorgeous rich, right? I don't know if they're going to get married. I don't know if they're going to have children. Again, they chip in for everybody else's life. Uh-huh. And you think, it'd be nice to you know, buy them a set of crockery me. or some fluffy towels. Yeah. Or a, I don't, I'm happy with a little massage. It might not be a mother and baby massage, but I'll take a massage. <laughs> Come on. Or we bought one of our friends a HelloFresh thing for like four weeks. That's nice. I'd like that. Oh, is that when they had a baby? Yeah. Brilliant idea. It is, isn't it? But yeah, just give me, give me. Yeah, you'd like that. Yeah. You need to create an event. When I bought a flat, I, you better believe I went on the WhatsApp group and said, guys, I'm buying a flat. Everyone buy me a card 
but really I meant present mm-hmm. and I didn't get anything. Oh. So I tried. Anyways, that is it for now. <laughs> oh, I'm sad to say that's it for another episode of Growing Pains. You can always email us anytime. Get in touch with us, particularly good for those long, juicy stories, whether it's who's on the naughty step, whether it's about Eloise's tantrum, which we will find out about. It's growpainspod at gmail.com or on Insta, it's at growpainspod. That's the same for Twitter as well. But also, please do this. Rate, subscribe and review us because that helps us get a note and we are looking forward to sharing more Growing Pains with you next time. Have a terrific day.